0: Today's read, Akata Witch, written by Nnedi Okorafor, Chapter 16, Trouble at Home. The funky train stopped right in front of Olu's house. Chi-Chi had only looked away when Sunny Olu and Sasha tried to say goodbye. She was going straight to Leopard Knox with Anatov. I'll see you all in two weeks, Anatov said. That Thursday... In the PM. He too had been quiet through the trip. Sonny, he said, taking her hand before she got off. Did you have a good time? Best time of my life, she surprised herself by saying. Good, he said. You sure you don't want me to drop you off in front of your house? Jesus' general asked. It's no problem. Oh, he is fine, she said, quickly hopping off. They watched the funky train drive away. What'll they do to her, she asked. I think she's going to get caned, Olu said. That masquerade was bad, but the fact that she called it in public like that, he shook his head. This is what I hated back in America, Sasha said. What? That people get punished when they deserve to be, Olu said. You should be going with her. "'I should,' he said, looking at his feet. "'Then he sucked his teeth loudly and kicked some dirt. "'No one is willing to push the envelope. "'So what if she called up a damn mo-kaku and it went wild? "'She still did it. "'She still performed the most sophisticated juju "'any of them had ever seen. "'True, but you're wrong,' Olu said. "'We can't live in chaos.' The ages are set for each level for a reason. You can be able to do something and not be mature enough to deal with the consequences. Just like like a girl who develops breasts too fast. It doesn't mean she's mature or anything. Ah, uh, Sunny suddenly said. I'm going home. I'll see you when I see you. Peace, Sasha said, hugging her. See you in class, Olu said, also giving her a hug. After a moment's hesitation, he kissed her on the cheek. She touched her cheek and looked at Olu with wide eyes. Sasha chuckled. She didn't dare look his way. As she walked slowly down the street, she heard them start arguing again. Sunny returned home to music playing and her father's laughter. His friend Ola was visiting in there, and they were mildly drunk on palm wine as usual. "'Good afternoon,' Ola said when he saw her trying to slip unnoticed to her room. "'Good afternoon,' she said, trying to shake the dislocated feeling she was experiencing. It was like two realities fighting for dominance. "'Hi, Dad,' she froze. The ghost hopper was sitting on his head. "'How was your weekend?' he asked with a lopsided smile." Um, it was good, she said, working hard not to look at the ghost hopper. Dad, there's a leaf on your head. When he brushed his head, the ghost hopper leaped onto the arm of the couch. She slipped away before he could say any more. She heard her mother laughing in the kitchen and speaking in rapid English. She had to be talking to her sister, Chinwe. Chinwe. Who lived with her african-american husband in atlanta ah you know you miss it her mother was saying you can't even find half the ingredients there for a decent Igusi soup pause i know uh-huh. i plan to but only when she's she noticed sunny come in and smiled ready You want to talk to her? She just walked in. Hang on, Sunny. Come and talk to your auntie. Auntie Chinway was one of Sunny's favorites. Her mother said that she was the free spirit of the family, and that Sunny's grandfather considered her a disappointment. In addition to marrying Anakata, as her grandfather called her African American husband, Auntie had also decided not to become a doctor. Instead. She'd studied dance. Now she was a degreed professional dancer with a group called the Women of the Bush. She taught dance at Columbia University. The DVD of her shows was one of Sunny's most prized possessions. "'You must have had fun,' her mother said, kissing her cheek and giving her the phone. "'It was great, Mama,' she said. "'Thanks for letting me go.' She patted Sunny on the head. "'Hello,' Sunny said." holding the phone to her ear. Her mother left the room to give them a little privacy. Sonny, Auntie said. How are you? I'm fine. I hear you were out with your friends yesterday. Yeah, it was great. It was nice to be out of the house and all. With her peripheral vision, she could see two ghost hoppers sitting on a bunch of plantains on the floor. One of them was munching on the stem so there was more than one well i'm glad that you've made some good friends and that my sister has finally loosened the leash you're a responsible girl and you should be treated that way sunny felt a little guilty auntie she stepped over to look into the hall to make sure her mother wasn't hiding behind the door as she often did "Mm mm-hmm she lowered her voice tell me about grandma just a little bit something every time I ask mama she refuses to tell me there was a pause a long pause auntie are you there hello yes I'm here auntie said where's your mother she'll be back in a minute why do you want to know was someone teasing you no, she said. No, nothing like that. Are you sure? Yes, she said. She heard footsteps. Mama's coming. Can you tell me? No, Auntie chin said. I can't tell you much of anything. Our mother, your grandmother, wasn't crazy. But she was full of secrets that she took to her grave. She never let any of us really know her. "'But how do you know there were secrets?' "'Her mother walked in. "'Because I have eyes and I have ears,' Auntie said. "'Okay,' Sunny,' her mother said. "'Let me finish talking to my sister before her phone card runs out.' "'Look in your mother's side of their bedroom,' Auntie said quickly. "'She keeps some things in a box, I think.' "'Okay,' she quickly said. "'Love you.' "'Love you too, sweetie,' Auntie said as her mother took the phone." Sister, so how are little James and Gossie? Sunny took a small package of biscuits and went to her room. She closed and locked the door and sunk to the floor. Never in her life had she had so much swimming in her head. Never, ever, ever. She would have curled up and gone to sleep right there if she hadn't seen a ghost hopper sitting on her bed. She dragged herself up carefully she picked up the ghost hopper. She was surprised when it didn't struggle. She'd seen one move lightning fast when it wanted to, and she was sure its legs were very powerful. It weighed about a pound and she had to use both hands. Its body felt substantial despite its ghostly appearance. She sat it on her dresser. She lay on her bed and brought out her new juju knife. "'It truly was magnificent. "'What was the blade made of?' "'She held it, "'and at once felt that odd sensation "'of it being part of her. "'She yelped when she felt something moving in her pocket. "'She was about to tear off her jeans, "'thinking it was a remaining wasp or ant from the masquerade. "'Then she remembered. "'It felt long ago since Junkman "'had given her the small blue bean. "'She held it up, as it softly giggled and shook between her fingers. She placed it under her bed, as he had instructed. Then she picked up her newspaper. When she unrolled it, a smaller circular newspaper fell out. Special Leopard Report, it read. There was a soft drumbeat that reminded her of the terrifying masquerade. Corruption in the Obi Library. Otokoto. Otokoto. The black hat steals top-secret book from the fourth floor. My God, Sunny flung the newspaper across the room. No more. Not a second passed before she heard a loud crackling sound. The bean. Thought he said to wait a few days, she said, frowning. She hung over the bed and watched a small blue wasp emerge. She shuddered. But then she relaxed. This wasp didn't seem full of stinging, deadly mischief. It moved groggily around the empty casing. Then it picked up half, flew to her dresser, and dropped it. It retrieved the other half and did the same. Then it rested for a moment. A minute later, it began to noisily eat the casings, making crunching and cracking sounds. I hope you're not... "'Poisonous,' she muttered, "'putting the open package of biscuits next to the wasp. "'Before she knew it, she was asleep. "'Something woke her around midnight. "'PHC had taken the lights, and because it was a cool night, "'the generator had not been turned on. "'A clicking sound came from her dresser. "'She grabbed her flashlight and turned it on. "'The biscuit package was empty, "'and beside it was a castle.' the size of her hand made of what looked like crumbs. The blue wasp stood on top of the castle as if waiting for applause. Oh my goodness, she said, smiling at the nonsense of it all. That's... wow. She softly clapped and the wasp buzzed with pleasure. She spent the next two hours doing homework before finally going back to bed. 17. Basic Juju. The next two weeks passed quickly. Sunny spent most of it studying and reading and practicing and reading more. She was living two lives. In Lamb school, she did well in her classes and kept away from Jibako, who seemed to believe that what she'd seen during their fight was just Sunny's extremely ugly face. In Leopard school, she did as well as she could. The next time they met after Abuja, they didn't do much. Chi-Chi was still recovering from her caning. Sunny winced when she saw Chi-Chi's back. The skin wasn't broken, but it was very bruised and tender. The council people didn't make empty threats. If you broke the big rules, you paid a big price. Chi-Chi refused to talk about it and got angry at the slightest mention of sugar cream. After that, to Orlu's great dissatisfaction, Sasha and Chi-Chi grew more obsessed with Udide's Book of Shadows. Thankfully, they only read and discussed the book. They also grew obsessed with something else. Days after Chi-Chi's caning, Sunny and Orlu had gone to Chi-Chi's hut after school only to find Sasha and Chi-Chi standing in the doorway, locking lips. What the... Sunny exclaimed. Sasha and Chi-Chi jumped apart, straightening their clothes. Sasha grinned and shrugged. chi only laughed. Orloo rolled his eyes and Sunny just stood there, shocked. Totally unexpected, she glanced at Orloo and looked away. It's nothing, Chi-Chi said, going into the hut. Yeah, Sasha said, but Sunny saw how he watched Chi-Chi go inside. This was not nothing, and it wasn't the last time she saw them kissing either. On top of this, Orlu was careful around her. He was the same Orlu she'd always known except that he made it more of a point to open doors for her, things like that. Once, he even bought her some chocolates. Chichi and Sunny never discussed her and Orlu, or Chichi and Sasha. It was an unspoken agreement between the four of them. By the second week, Sunny knew several basic knife jujus, like how to amplify her voice, move small things, and keep mosquitoes away, but nothing that would harm a monster like Black Hat or Tokoto. "'It's so weird,' she said one day as they sat outside, she hut. "'It builds something new every day. I leave my window open so it can go out and find new materials and hide from my mother.' It's a wasp artist, Olu said. They live for their art. If you want it to live for a long time, make sure you let it out like you've been doing and show it that you appreciate its work. I'd smash the thing, Sasha said. My sister had one when she was small and when she forgot to give it praise once, it got pissed and stung her. Its sting paralyzes you for 10 minutes so you can do nothing but watch it build its final masterpiece and then keep watching as it dramatically dies. The damn things are psychotic. Not if you treat them well, Orlu said. You shouldn't be forced to treat anything well, Sasha said, giving Orlu an annoyed look. It should be your choice. Not all things are a choice, Olu said. Some things should just come naturally. For me, it will you two shut up, Chi-Chi snapped. Sunny laughed. Things were back to normal. Chapter 18, Seven Rainy Days Even though it was the middle of Harmatan dry season, it had been raining for almost a week. The markets were muddy. The streets were flooded the schools had closed two days ago. The rain was so unexpected that though it was perfect mosquito weather, there were no more mosquitoes than there usually were. It was as if someone had flipped a switch marked rain. The morning of the seventh rainy day in a row started like almost any other. The first thing Sunny did when she woke up was look at her cabinet. Her wasp artist, whom she'd decided to name Della after the famous sculptor she'd read about on the internet named Luca Della Rabia had built a mud sculpture of the mermaid deity Mami Wata. As always, the wasp stood on top of its creation waiting for her response. "'That's really beautiful, Della,' she said, meaning it. It buzzed its wings with glee, circled its creation, and then flew out the window." Sunny unrolled her leopard knocks daily. Tomorrow, they were to meet with Anatov and probably find out what they were expected to do about Black Hat. She braced herself for news of his latest act of debauchery. Instead, the headline read, Rain, rain, please go away. She laughed, relieved. Everything was rained out. Even the criminals seemed to have taken cover. Maybe Black Hat's hat wasn't broad enough to protect him from the rain, either. She went to get some breakfast and froze. Her heart threatened to leap from her chest there. At the kitchen table sat her mother, and she was handing a cup of hot tea to Anatov. Good, good morning, Sonny squeaked. Sonny? Her mother said, looking uncharacteristically rattled. Sit. Sonny had to really force herself to move. This is. This is the son of a friend of your grandmother's, my, my mother. Her mother's hands shook as she picked up her cup of tea. <laughs> she laughed to herself. She sounded on the verge of tears. Yes, Sanatov said. He poured a large amount of cream into his tea and stirred it and took a sip. I was in town and decided to drop by. Sunny could only nod. Suddenly, her mother whirled around and faced her. She obviously wanted to say something. Instead, she kissed Sunny's cheek and nearly ran out of the room. Anatole took a calm sip of tea. Sunny waited. "'We're going to Leopard Knox,' he said. "'What? But it's... Isn't that tomorrow?' "'Bring your knife, your powders, and one of your umbrellas.' "'Won't my mom... she won't stop you,' he said. "'Go fetch your things. There's little time.' One of the official Obi Library cars waited outside. Behind the wheel was a short, unsmiling Ausa man. A lit cigarette hung from his lips. "'Put it out,' Aradu Anatov snapped. "'Sorry, sir,' Aradu said, quickly flicking the cigarette out the window.' Sonny looked back at her mother, who stood like a statue in the front doorway. Sonny waved. Her mother didn't wave back. She just stood there as they drove away. Maybe she knew she would never see her daughter again. The driver maneuvered the car easily, first on the muddy road and then on the slick street. It was an oddly smooth ride. When they accelerated, There was no sound at all. Clearly, like the funky train, the car ran on some kind of juju. Sunny wondered why the leopard people didn't share this technology with the rest of the world. It would solve some serious environmental problems. They passed Orlu and Chichi's houses. Aren't we picking up? They'll meet us there, Anatov said. Your home situation is not so easy, so I had to come get you. What's happening? She asked. When we get there, she nodded and looked out the window. You've made good progress, Sonny Anatop said. Thanks. What I'd like you to think about, though, is who you are. Because within that knowledge is the key to how much you can learn. She frowned, thinking about what had just happened with her mother. Olga, she whispered. These days, I don't really think I know who I am. Anatov was silent. What do you know of my grandmother? Who was she? Only her oldest daughter, your mother, can tell you that. Why won't you tell me, she asked desperately. It's not my place, Anatov said. Was she bad? He didn't respond. Why was she Black Hat's teacher of all people, she asked. When Anatov remained silent, she pounded her fist against her leg, For a while, the windshield wipers going back and forth were the only sound. Anatov patted her shoulder. We have a half-hour drive, he said. Take the time to relax while you can. He leaned forward and tapped the driver on the shoulder. Put on some laguaja. Sunny closed her eyes and listened to the Afrobeat Music stopping, woke her up. They were outside of the Obey library. Sasha and Orlu were already there. Wait here, Anatov said and went inside. They were too nervous to talk. Instead, they just stood together, shoulder to shoulder. Five minutes later, Chichi arrived with her mother, walking under a large green umbrella. Even with the umbrella, both of their cheeks were wet. Chi-Chi looked shaken. Her mother sniffled and wiped her eyes. Chi-Chi gave her a tight hug and watched her mother walk down the street toward the Leopard Knox markets. Sunny hugged Chi-Chi. Sasha and Chi-Chi exchanged more than hugs. Sunny and Olu just avoided each other's eyes. Standing out there in the rain, it was as if they were walking or waiting to be sent into battle to their deaths. Okay, Sasha said, standing up straighter. Everyone lighten up. God. Olu sighed. Chi-Chi put her arm around Sasha's waist and said, Children are dying and being maimed, right? Right, Sasha said. We're lucky, really. We're going to have a chance to prove what we're made of. Some people never get that, man. Not in their whole life. But what's up with this rain? That's what bugs me, Olu said. Sunny was about to say something when sugar cream came up behind them. She held a white umbrella and wore white pants and a long top with fringe. She smelled like flowers, even in the rain. They are ready for you, she said. Let's go. The library felt different. People weren't smiling and no one spoke, even when they reached the university on the second floor. "'Students walked close with their heads together, whispering, "'and when they saw the four of them, they stared, "'some occasionally giving them fake, reassuring smiles. "'To Sunny's surprise, there were buckets and towels "'all over the floors and on the stairs, catching drips. "'She'd have thought that the library of all places "'would be protected from something as simple as heavy rain. "'She hoped the books were okay.' they followed sugar cream to a large door on the third floor. Your best behavior, she sternly told them. Don't ask any questions until you are told you may. She opened the door. Another indoor jungle. Sunny had to work not to groan. She was reminded of the tent at the Zuma festival and that brought back memories of the terrible masquerade. But This jungle was more controlled. The foliage grew only around the edges of the room. A toucan sat in a tree near a window. The bird looked at them suspiciously. In the center was a large oval table. Around it sat seven people, all of them ancient except for Taiwo, Kehende, and Anata. Sugar Cream motioned them to sit in the four empty chairs A bent woman with black skin and milky blind eyes laughed loudly and said something Sunny couldn't understand The language she spoke was full of click sounds like most likely osa osa I'm trying to say that but it's not easy The man beside her wheezed with laughter slapping the table with a rough hand Sugar Cream sat down in a chair beside the blind woman and said something. Sonny only understood the last word, English. Two of the scholars on the far side of the table, both women, sucked their teeth loudly. The blind woman said something else in her click language, and the old man beside her added his two cents, pointing accusingly at Sasha. Sugar Cream responded soothingly. The two old women on the other side of the table joined the conversation. One of them switched languages and started speaking something that sounded like French. Kehinde, Taiwo, and Anatov remained silent. As the heated conversation ensued, the toucan whistled and flew a circle over the table. It landed in an empty seat next to the two women on the end. Sunny gasped as the bird slowly grew into a large-nosed, old, middle-eastern-looking man with green eyes. He wore a white turban and a white caftan. He slapped his hands on the table and scowled at Sasha. Sugar Cream politely said in English, It must be this way. Sasha's American. And this one here is American too, though she's Igbo also. And speaks the language. The toucan man scoffed. They don't teach them to understand others. They teach them to expect others to understand them. He said in English. He humped and said, Americans. Hey, Sasha said, growing annoyed. I'm not deaf. Don't insult my country. Yes, the ducan man said, you are deaf. Dumb and blind too. Now shut up. Sasha jumped up angry. Sasha, sit, Anatov said firmly. Now, Kehinde said, pointing a long finger Sasha sat down looking pissed. There were even tears in his eyes. Let me open your ears, mind, and eyes a little, the can man said, leaning forward. Your beloved country, Sasha and Sunny, the United States of America, has made Black Hat economically wealthy enough to push his plan forward. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, Ali, Sugar Cream said. We are actually way behind, Ali said, looking away and thumbing his long nose. Sugar Cream got up and stood behind them. These are the four of the Oha Coven brought together to handle. Black Hat, she said. She touched them, each on the head. Sasha Jackson, Sunny Noazwe, Chiji Oke of Nim, and Olu Ezulike. If you object, speak up. The room was silent. But Sunny could feel the deep scrutiny. The two women on the left had closed their eyes. The blind woman had turned an ear to them. The old man next to her was staring. And Ali, the toucan man, hummed to himself. A small breeze flew through the room, rustling the leaves of the palm trees in the corners. That one... Carries rage, Ali said, gesturing at Sasha. At small small things like his country and his awareness of the politics. They fight plenty, said the blind woman. They make up just as much, one of the women on the left said. There's love too and lust, Ali added. <laughs> That's good. Eh, uh-huh, one of the women on the end said, nodding. You're right, Ntombi and Ali. Love and lust. They have checks and balances. Otherwise, they'll be dead moments after they meet Black Hat, Ntombi said. So, this is Ozoemena's granddaughter, eh? The blind woman said, nodding at Sunny. Looks nothing like her. How can she tell? Sunny thought, irritated. I was born blind, but I see better than everyone in this room, the blind woman snapped. Sunny felt her face turn red, and she looked down. What does it matter that she doesn't look like her? Ali said. I hear she's an athlete like Ozo. That one, the man next to the blind woman said, pointing at Chi Chi fast 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 and sharp like a guinean made sword he clapped his hands together oh i'm impressed but royal blood will mean extra danger for her royal blood means royal responsibility anatov said speaking for the first time since they'd walked in the free agent the blind woman said her voice shaking she's she's seen it they went silent "'Haven't you?' the blind woman asked. "'Seen what?' she asked, feeling her throat constrict. "'You know what I speak of,' she said. "'It's why you are all here today. "'It's why Black Hat has been kidnapping, killing, and maiming children. "'He is only one leg of the centipede, "'and the centipede's head is yet to emerge. "'It's going to happen, for sure?' Sonny said. It will, the blind woman simply said. You've really seen it? Ali asked, his voice softening for the first time. Sonny nodded. I'm so sorry. No one so young should witness the end of the world. The beginning, the blind woman corrected. "'Can someone speak straight?' Sasha said. "'We've been told we have to fight Black Hat. "'We four, not you all. "'Sunny is the youngest. Chi is the oldest. "'He looked at Chi, but she said nothing. "'Or maybe she's the youngest and I'm the oldest. "'I'm 14 and a half. "'Why us? "'What can we possibly do? "'Who is Black Hat?' He's right, Oloo said standing up. He placed his hand on Sasha's shoulder, a sign for Sasha to keep his mouth shut. We need information. He addressed the two women on the left and the two can great Oga and Tombi. Oga Bom Fumta Oga Ali. He turned and addressed the blind woman and the men beside her, and, great, great Oga Abok, and Oga Yagopo, you are all very, very old and wise, beyond imagination, you've traveled a long way seems clear to you is confusing to us. Please, tell us how Black Hat is only one leg of the centipede, as you said, Oga Bok. Why do we have to do this, and not a group of older, wiser people? Tell us what to do. Olu sat down, and the room was silent. Checks and balances, you see, said the woman Olu had called Bomfamta Tabeli Lava. A book the blind woman spoke. There will be a nuclear holocaust, but there will be something else too. It will bring green and everything will change. Many laws of physics will shift. And become something else. This place will become a new place. Sunny isn't the only one who's seen it. Several old ones have seen it too. Whether Sunny knew it or not, she has always been a leopard person, just as her grandmother was. All free agents are what they always were, leopard. And she is a child of the physical and spirit world. Sunny, you have friends and enemies in the spirit world. For before you were born, you were a person of importance there. What kind of person were you? Well, that is something you'll have to figure out. A friend or enemy of yours showed you that vision in the candle. It changed, you know? Sunny nodded. It had been the first sign of what she was. Now, as I said, many know of what's to come. Some see that they can take advantage of it. Imagine chaos. And then, in the middle of it all, someone comes with a logical blueprint for a new order. What would you do? You would follow that person, no? The closer the change comes, the more black hat types we will see. I say he is a leg of the centipede because I believe he is one of several. A minion above him is the true leader. Black Hat's real name is Otoko Togini. As you know, he passed his fourth levels, which means he is expert. He is master. He is powerful. But something went wrong, and now he is corrupt, too. Otokoto was a Nigerian oil dealer who did big business with the Americans, but he had greater aspirations than financial wealth, just as he sought more than just Chitim. He wanted power that remains his greatest hunger and his hunger has opened him up to terrible powers of the earth there is a forbidden juju a black juju it is old and secret he had only part of the juju and needed the book he stole from the library for the rest the juju is to bring the head of the centipede through. Akwansu, Chichi and Olu gasped so loudly that Sunny jumped. Why would anyone do that? Olu asked in a strained voice. Chichi looked about to cry. The hunger for power will lead a person to dark, dead places, Abok said. He's lost control of himself. He is lost. He will attempt it, especially now that he has that book. If he brings Su through, Su will build an empire. She did it once before, thousands of years ago, and it was only by coincidence that Su was sent back. Abok paused. People say it was a combination of lightning, an angry, willful girl, a rotten mango, and perfect timing. What's expected of you four is simple, a box said, Two children have been taken. It happened two hours ago. Your job is to bring them back safely to their parents. This rain is no coincidence. It is sent by Su. The thunder and the lightning and the water cleanse the atmosphere in preparation for Su's arrival. It's like rolling out the red carpet for a great queen. You see all the leaks? No natural rain could penetrate library walls. In about six hours... Black Hat will perform a ceremony on these two children. He will have them drink Fanta laced with Calabash Chalk, a substance that will enhance the spirit life within the children. Then he'll kill them. And when he completes this ceremony, he'll have gathered enough force to bring Akwansu through. Will... Sonny hesitated, but she had to know. Will he recognize me? Sasha, Olu, and Chi-Chi all looked at her, baffled. He might, Abak said. Though you don't look like your grandmother, there are other ways to know a spirit line when it runs strong. She clenched her fists. How do we find him, she asked. He... Owns a gas station near Aba, Taiwo said. Start there. Follow his tracks. Use the element of surprise. He is arrogant and has no respect for young people. He will not be expecting you. And when he sees you, he will think you harmless. Why didn't people do this for... For all of the other children, she asked. Timing is everything, Abok said. It wasn't time. We had people try, but they all came to a bad end, Ali added quickly. Timing, Abok said again. Abok said again. This time, it will be right. We hope, Ali said. Sunny frowned you mean you've sent other groups like ours and we have and will continue to until black hat is taken down yakobo said more is at stake than your lives black hat is a shrewd sorcerer Abok said. he has protection but we have watched for loopholes the children that returned maimed but alive were all rescued by Kovens. Did the rescuers escape too, she asked. None of the scholars replied. That was answer enough. Sunny held the phone closer to her ear and turned away from the others. They were on a funky train speeding down the road in the rain. The line remained quiet, but she knew someone was there. Mama, hello? I can hear you breathing. What do you want? Her brother Chukwu said. What did you do? There was the sound of a struggle. I want to know, her brother demanded. Let me talk to her. She heard her other brother, Ugana, say. Give me the phone, she heard her mother snap. Sunny, her voice sounded thick and she sniffed loudly. You there? Yes, Mama. Silence. Hello? Mama? Silence. Is it? Is it raining there? Her mother finally asked. Yeah. Of course it is, she said quietly. Mama, do you? Sunny tried to speak, but it felt like something was softly squeezing her throat. It was the pact she'd made with Olu and Chi-Chi silence just just come home her mother whispered make sure you come back home silence be brave I love you Sunny closed her phone wiped her tears and put all her questions out of her head she had to focus she turned to her friends tell me About Akwan Su. She is what Satan is to the Christians, Chi Chi said, but more real, more tangible. She's not a metaphor or symbol. She's one of the most powerful masquerades in the wilderness. If she comes through, if Black Hat succeeds, think of what you saw in that candle. Now see that controlled by some demented super monster that no person or thing can stop. They had 20 minutes before they reached the gas station. Sunny held her head in her hands.